live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. The annual Easter egg roll at the White House. Weather looked beautiful in Washington. They said there were 30,000 people there, Eric. That seems like Doesn't a lot of people. Now, I imagine they roll them through in ways. Have you ever been on the White House South Lawn? Where they I have not. When we were in Washington last year with my kids and their choir trip, they had one of those, uh, I think it's the Tour of the Gardens Day. They have this every year where they just open it up to anybody who gets it, a free ticket. It is spacious, right? I mean, there is a lot of space yeah, there. Yeah, there's a lot of room, and then it's timed out. So they don't just say, here you all go. Okay. I, I imagine they probably did something like that. A tradition that dates back to 1878. Out of pomp and circumstance, the president, the first lady there out there on the promenade, if you will. I'm sure it has probably an official name. And not just the first couple. Flanked by Mr. and Mrs. Bunny, which is just, <laughs> it's funny all the time, right? The leader of the free world, the first lady, and a couple of rabbits. I just keep thinking about that Marine. There's a video of a Marine walking with the bunny. <laughs> After they come down, then they have to go out onto the lawn to start various activities. Yes. And so the president is walking in front, the first lady behind him, and then one of the two bunnies <laughs> is being escorted by a United States Marine in full dress uniform. He's holding the bunnies. <laughs> He's grabbed the, the few, the proud. Right? Brandon, our oh. U.S. Army vet, can you imagine you're there in your dress oh, uniform God. there at the White House and your job today what a story. <laughs> is to what escort a the rabbit. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that's what the recruiter told him he would do one day. Hey, come one sit day. down real quick. You know, you're gonna do some fun stuff, but you're also gonna escort a bunny. Yeah, we need you to serve your country. And they're this holding is what hands. your country needs you to do. They're holding hands for a long time. He <laughs> seemed fine with it. <laughs> yeah, it's right? like they're a couple. Right. <laughs> oh, did you hear the president there? Whoa! It's right after he blew the whistle and got things kicked off. So nothing like last year where you saw the bunny playing a prominent role in moving the president from place to place. Instead of the bunny being led, it looked like the bunny was in charge last year. He's escorting the bunny around. The president was off, like, shaking hands with people, and the bunny's trying to get things moving. Yeah, like, this way, sir, this way. And then trying to get his attention was literally waving her arms around. It's <laughs> like, hey, hey, we have to uh, go over here. Great video. So there was all that. And then, of course, somebody also posted to Twitter some kid crying when the president came up. (laughs) Okay. Good times in the White House. Exhausted, tired kids, overstimulated. The annual Easter egg roll is in the books. Sports is up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive and Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. QB watch in the NFL continues, and one day, maybe one day, we can stop talking about it. But for now, that beat must go on. So there's not a deal done. I just, I think both sides know that it's probably going to happen. It's just figuring out the right price, figuring out the numbers. And it's, you know, when you talk about draft picks, and I believe unless I'm crazy, but I believe this would only involve draft picks. You could basically agree on a value and then figure out the different picks to go back and forth to get to that value. Um, And so, you know, I think both sides know that at some point they will get there, 
There's just no reason for either to give in yet because nothing has happened and they don't have to. Maybe, maybe we'll get there, but that's the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport on the latest surrounding the potential trade for Packers four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers to New York. The stalemate between the two teams goes on, and with the NFL draft less than three weeks away, the pressure to conduct a trade could be mounting in both camps, as some have labeled that as a true deadline for a trade. Over to the Diamond, where the Milwaukee Brewers began their three-city, ten-game road trip out west, and, well, they must have forgot to pack their offense, apparently. 2-2 to Anderson. Strike three called. Cutter right at the knees. And that is strikeout number seven in four scoreless innings for Zach Gallon. He's looking like that pitcher in August and September from last year. What song are we playing back there? What's what's happening? <laughs> Whatever they're playing, it was working last <laughs> night. His Gallon, who struggled after his first two starts, he shut down the Brewers, going seven strong innings and allowing no runs and only giving up three hits to a Brewers offense that just scored six runs the day before. On the other side, though, Wade Miley, Wade Miley did get the start for the Brewers, and he he was pretty good himself. He worked five innings and allowed only three earned runs, two of those runs which came on a two-run home run in the fifth. The Brewers will look to get back in the win column with former Cy Young winner Corbin Burns on the mound tonight. First pitch is set for 840. You can tune in to full coverage, of course, right here on WTMJ, your home of the Milwaukee Brewers, beginning at 8.05. And finally, over to College Hoops, where the UWM Panthers have dismissed sophomore guard Justin Thomas from their basketball program on Monday. Head coach Bart Lunday meeting with the media on Monday. He's citing a violation of team rules for Thomas. Thomas, was he was a huge instrumental part in helping the Panthers win 22 games this season, playing the second most minutes on the team. Following his dismissal, the Panthers will now have three available scholarships heading into the next season. 70s and a couple of 80s on the board in the five-day forecast. Meteorologist Marissa Wallison joins us live next. Team 4, meteorologist Marissa Wallison is live with us this morning. You were out and about today. Were you at the dog park? Yes, I'm at the Curry Dog Park over in Tosa. Still? Yes, still here. You know, it's a little bit hard to get back in uh, about 15 minutes. So we're, we're not done with our recording. So got some stuff to do still. What's happening at the dog park today? A lot of folks out there? Uh, no, because it's, it's a little bit early. But um, <laughs> we, are, we just decided to be out here uh, just because it is National Pet Day. And I mean, the weather is going to be stunning today. So eventually, I expect a lot of people to be out and about with their dogs and also, also all the other pets that they have. All week, right? We're going to have nice weather all the way through Friday? Yeah, honestly, it's going to be, it's a pretty great week. I mean, yesterday was awesome. Today's going to be a little bit warmer tomorrow, even warmer. We're talking 81 tomorrow and 80 on Thursday. And then Friday, still near 70 degrees, though everything kind of changes into the weekend. So honestly, this week is going to be really nice. I mean, what happened? I mean, again, classic Wisconsin spring. It was less than two weeks ago, right, when we had that huge snow. Yes, yeah, Mother Nature felt bad. That's what happened. (laughs) She felt bad about that. Hey, here's what I got for you guys. Just trust me. Yes, we honestly, it's crazy to think we had such a hard March with the winter and then like we just went right into severe weather. We had like two or three kind of events that happened and then now kind of Mother Nature's like, okay, we'll give you a little break, give you some nice warm weather. However, we all know that this won't last all the way into summer. So uh, it's nice while we have it, but it is going to get a little bit colder this weekend. 
And we also have the issues now. It's like we're in that weird window, Marissa, of uh, potential fire dangers and whatnot because uh, we don't have the green growing quite yet. Yeah, we always hit this weird kind of window here in Wisconsin where everything is still really brown. I mean, all the trees around me do not have any leaves on them, barely even budding. Um, thankfully, the grass where I'm at is a bit green, but that's not necessarily the case everywhere. So we get the, through this brown period where things are very dry, not yet blooming. So unfortunately, uh, as temperatures climb and if any fire were to start, it could spread quickly. Um, so we do have very high fire danger across the southern part of this state. So just keep that in mind over the next couple of days because we really won't get rain until Saturday evening. Uh, that rain will also help pollen levels. I've already heard many people that are like, my eyes are already itching or, you know, I'm oh, already yeah. congested. So uh, you'll have to wait until Saturday for Mother Nature to help at least knock some of the pollen out of the air. But that's already up, meaning that, you know, things are changing. We are going to get greener. It is going to be uh, nicer through the weeks ahead. Marissa's out and about this morning at the dog park at Curry. And so are you a big dog person? I see you as big dog person. Well, you know, I, I would say yes. I don't know if we're talking like literally the size of a dog. Yes, or the I think you have a like big that. old dog at your house. True or false? <laughs> well, okay, false, <laughs> but that's only because we have our, our dog that's still from like when we lived in the apartment, my husband and I, and they had like a 25-pound weight limit. So my dog is only nine pounds. Okay. Wow. But he thinks he's really big. He loves like, anytime <laughs> he's that dog. dog. He just Yes, he is that dog that thinks he's big, and he's really fast, so he tries to, like, keep up with the big dogs. Um, but, yeah, I, I think eventually um, we'll get a big dog in many years to come. I have to have my daughters beg for it, though, I think is what I'm going to – or they have to not beg for it, I should say. I want them to propose how they're going to take care of the dog and do all that um, when they get older. So eventually I see a big dog in our life. Meteorologist Marissa Wall is in with us this morning. All right, we'll see you on TV in a minute, Marissa. All right, have a good one, guys. See, yes. my mistake was I didn't have my kids sign that contract when they said they would but do all these things. But you gave them the talk. Things. Now, yeah. this, is, this is your responsibility, yeah. having oh, a pet. Yeah. It's very important. You're and in charge of it. The- they promised. Then there's that empty bowl. Empty water. No one fed the dog. Right. Some, uh, some messes outside that have yet to be cleaned up. Yep, yep, yep. So what's the story now? You can't plug your stuff in at the airport? You know how when you go... At the mall, at the hotel, when you public get, spaces. You know how when you get gas, there's always that concern you got to be careful about when you slide your card into Okay, the, yeah, right. Because, like skimming. Yeah, yep. skimming. It's similar to that in a way, I would guess, that if you put your... If you plug into some of these plugs, they're able to yank some of your information or provide a malware onto your site. So then you click the link and then you get into trouble. So you could still use your like adapter, right? And plug it into a wall somewhere public. This is like one of those where it's got the thing that just, you where plug it's just, yeah, where you don't need the brick. Yeah. Right. Plug. Yeah. And then what they're installing junk on your phone or at least dropping something in there that then you click on or open up yourself inadvertently. God, why is, stop scamming me. <laughs> Stop. It seems like it'd be harder to do at an airport, too. Like, you need to be, if you're in the terminal, you have to have a ticket or you work there. Yeah, hackers never fly. <laughs> oh, sorry. So they're getting those those uh, flights to St. Louis and back. That's and right. Well, you know how much be... money they're making off of this skimming everybody's phone now? Mm. It was worth it. Great. 742, we've got Tim Dillard joining us for Brewers 360. That's coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After going 5-1 and one over their last six games, the Milwaukee Brewers went scoreless in the desert Monday night and dropped their third loss of the season, this time to Arizona, by a final score of 3-0. Zach Gollin got the start for the Diamondbacks, striking out 11 Brewers over seven innings to close the door on the offense for the crew. Milwaukee will now look to rebound tonight with Corbin Burns, who is slated to get the start. First pitch is set for 840. Our coverage begins right here on WTMJ, your home of the Milwaukee Brewers, beginning at 805. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive, and Brewers broadcaster Tim Dillard is with us for Brewers 360 today. Thanks for filling in, Tim. Good to talk to you. Yeah, good to talk to you guys. I set my alarm, so uh, <laughs> yeah, here, sorry I'm about awake. that. We're looking <laughs> no, to fill the five fifty <laughs> slot for next week if you're available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. If it's PM, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, before we get to how the Brewers got shut out last night, uh, can I ask you about your your Twitter post the other day? Here, let me let me read this for the folks here. Ever sit on an airplane Uh-oh. and just marvel at the countless incredible obstacles? that were solved so that aeronautical travel is even able to exist? Me neither. I'm guzzling multiple ginger ales with three miniature bags of pretzels while streaming Shazam over the free Wi-Fi. (laughs) (laughs) What was going on in that flight? What was in the ginger ale is the other question. Ginger and what? Well, I don't know. I just I feel like there was a time when I was a kid and I get on a plane. Yeah. And I was in awe of like, wow, this thing's flying and look at all, you know, look how the travel is. And it was always so exciting. I've been on so many flights the last, you know, 20 years where I'm just kind of like, I'm over it. You know, if I'm not sleeping, it's it's ginger ale and Shazam for this guy. <laughs> Are you, so you're aisle seat guy instead of window seat guy now? Well, I just go to the very back. It's usually southwest. I walk in. Everyone tries to cram in the front. You know, you pay extra money so you can sit right next to somebody in the front. But you're all going to wait at baggage claim, you know. So for me, I go straight to the back, go all the way to the end, and just lean up against the window. I mean, that's where the bathroom is. That's where the snacks are. So uh, we're all going to the same place, so I don't know what the deal is. So how much better are the planes when you're in the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, the show is amazing. All the rumors you've heard are true. Yes. Uh, Back in the day before, like, Internet existed, I guess, or whatever, um, when we would be on these, you know, charter flights, you had, like, uh, your your own first class seat, you know, leather and all that kind of stuff, and then you had like a portable DVD player if you remember those, uh, and they had like a whole list of DVDs that you could watch for like movies and stuff, and that was the way it was. And I thought it won't get better than this right here, and somehow it has. It's uh, you get Wi-Fi, you get food, you get on board. There's a appetizer, you get a meal. Um, it's it's big time. There's snacks. I think last big league flight I was on coming back from spring training to uh, Milwaukee just a few weeks ago. Um, I left there with several bags of gummy bears. So yeah, the Fantastic. Brewers are real. Yeah. Well, speaking of charter flights, yeah, can you talk some sports? The Brewers, right. the Brewers <laughs> took a charter flight to Arizona. They left their offense back in Milwaukee. We'll, well, we won't get oh. into the game last night and there's not a whole lot to talk about, but what have been some of your takeaways on the early part of the 2023 season? I think uh, Brian Anderson is key. I think he is an exceptional third baseman. As soon as they picked him up, it was a great move. I knew it. I think everybody knew it as long as he was healthy, uh, and he's proven that. And I think what you're seeing is a team that is coming into its own. Joey Weimer is doing well. Bryce Terrain, Garrett Mitchell, they're, they're going with their youth. Um, I think they got the second youngest lineup in baseball. 
So I don't know what that means except for, hey, they're scoring runs except for last night. But last night I would chalk it up to a second inning. Uh, it was a curveball up and out of the zone and uh, to, to Brian Anderson, and Dunbar called it a strike, and that could have been a walk. That could have had two guys on base rather than one, or maybe it was base as low, I'm not sure, but completely changed the game. After that, Zach Gallen decided, I'm going to throw every pitch a curveball, and that's, that was the kryptonite for pretty much the entire game. I got a follow-up there for you because I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you over Brian Anderson, a, a wall over there at third base and a rocket for an arm. What do you do then with Luis Urias? And I know he's projected to be a couple weeks out yet with his hamstring injury, but what do you, th- what do you think the Milwaukee Brewers uh, are going to do in Matt Arnold with, uh, with that situation? Yeah, I think maybe Urias is out for another month. Yeah, that's a great point. I think even in spring training, you're starting to look at, you know, the pieces that the Brewers went and got or have coming up the minor leagues, and then you look at Urias and you're like, where does he fit in? Uh, because Bryce Terang's probably a more natural second baseman, and Urias is filth. Absolutely filthy at third base. I mean, he he's showed that off in spring training, even in the one game that he played against uh, the Cubs, uh, was making fantastic plays. But Brian Anderson is also great at third base. So, yeah, I mean, to me it comes down to they picked up Luke Voigt to be your DH, but I think Urias could fill that role as much as um, you know a Mike Brasso could fill in at first. So I don't know. I don't know where that fits in, but the one thing that baseball does, it just works itself out. You know, you don't worry about the problem until – you know, that good problem comes along, but Urias is still, I mean, the guy's got pop and he can play and he may be the offensive juggernaut that comes in maybe at the right time. So I don't think they're worried about it at all. I think they just want to get him healthy and then they'll, they'll see where the chips are falling. Former Milwaukee Brewer and Brewers broadcaster, Tim Dillard, our guest on Brewers 360 this morning. I'm going to need Voight to give me one more button. Can we, can we button one more? He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. borderline wearing a cardigan. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's letting the taco meat fly. You know that's part of it. You know, you just, as long as you put a shirt on after the game for post game spread, it's all good. It's all good. Fly <laughs> safely, my friend. We'll talk again soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Ten minutes before eight o'clock. Mark Tauscher is next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. I have to say. I- I was listening to you uh, with Craig. It was really awkward calling him coach. Innovative. You know, you know what I did? I like, I like, I like, it was it was a golf shot. I chunked it. And Packers Hall of Anytime Famer. Anytime Vinny makes a mistake, I got to crush him immediately in real time, <laughs> which I don't feel great about. But, hey, we're two for two on the week already, Vince. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Want to get your take on this, Tausch, because uh, a Wisconsin tragedy is unfolding here. Uh-oh. Brat Day is canceled in Sheboygan. How is that even possible? Huh? What huh? if if Brat Days can't make it in Sheboygan <laughs> right? and in the state of Wisconsin, it, I think we're in bigger trouble than we may be in. <laughs> well, That's uh, Why is that? What is going on? They Eric? say, uh, well, the Sheboygan JCs say that this year there are just too many challenges, and they always knew they'd have to be changing. So, in correlation with their last year announcement of having to change, they've decided this year they're going to take it off, so next year they can come back. So, like, what do y'all have to change? Uh, like, okay, I I get it. Look, we all know people who volunteer their time to set up community events and things like that, and there's very little reward in it for them. They do a lot of work to put these things yeah. on. So I'm not bagging on them, but like 
don't know. How hard is it to put up a tent and serve some brats? Call it brat days. Right? I don't think for uh, yeah, you know what? I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think when you have organized events and we used to do a golf outing in Sheboygan, uh, ironically enough, and we did that for a while, it is you constantly have to reinvent yourself yourself because you want to do different things but with brats you don't really you just fire up a brat stand people are going to come maybe it'll be less of a scale and won't be the same size when you have live bands and you know you do all that stuff but that's a bummer because it's you know typically that's a great fundraiser for a lot of the local communities and it's the easiest way to, to raise money in the state of Wisconsin is just throw some brats together and get it. I guess my question to you guys, brats, can you put ketchup on a brat? Meh. Not when you have stadium sauce at your hand, you know, availability. Right. Fair enough, if it's either or. Yeah. So is the question I have, I mean, no, you have a, let's you say have you have a, a full, full range of condiments. Okay. Full no ketchup. You, you, I believe up, uh, you know, down here there's a big brat fest in Sheboygan when they were doing it. You have everything. You get your pick. What are you putting on your brat? Well, so I'm not going to tell anybody they can't put what whatever condiment yeah, suits uh, them with on you. their brat. So I'll, I'll yep. go there first. For me, and, and this is going to be an unpopular thing, I like a little mayo on the brat with the brown mustard. Really? Oh, it's actually pretty good. That I've is had that. very yeah. unpopular. What are you, French? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll even, brat go the, frites? I'll even go just the yellow mustard. Just, I can go straight yellow uh, yeah, if I need sure to. Sure you can. Uh, but if you have the brown, right. you're going brown, right? Yeah, I'll throw some Yeah, so there. the correct answer is okay. <laughs> you have to have the heart. I, 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 I'm sure this isn't Trivia Thursday, but the correct answer, you have to have the hard roll. With the brat sauce, obviously soaking in beer and onions. Sure. And then you put spicy brown mustard yeah. with diced, very dicey uh, raw onion. And then if you want, what I've found is awesome, pickles. Put pickles on the top to get that salt crunch with your brat. It is the way to have a brat, in my opinion. Now, what about the kraut? Oh, I love kraut, but I, I, listen... I, not a lot of. I think the one thing you always are concerned about with kraut is how, just it's kind of the coleslaw of fish fries. Kraut is it's an acquired taste. <laughs> it's always there. I would think most people don't, but when you don't offer kraut, that's when brat festivals shut down. <laughs> that's the problem. They were out of kraut. <laughs> it so might not be a broad issue. It maybe was a kraut issue. <laughs> it better not be a broad issue in Sheboygan, or else we're all in trouble. <laughs> All right, what is today? Today's Tuesday, so trivia on Thursday, so I'm a day ahead of myself. Are I was going to say tomorrow, but... Do you think you could... F- can you find... I don't know if you've won one all year. I that may old. be possible that I haven't won one. Pretty... It's very possible. Well, I'll start studying You're due. now. You're due. <laughs> I'm due, is that it? Got to get off the snide. All right, we'll see what comes up tomorrow, Tausch. Thanks, my friend. All right, guys.